Kenneth Copeland puts his own blood into communion and then drinks it in front of his so-called church. And Pope Francis invites 120 trans men who are dressed up as women to the Vatican to reportedly symbolize friendship with the church. And we look at the ecumenical movement and how it relates to Christians being persecuted in the end times. Stay with us as we look at these and other stories on the 511 News. Welcome back to the 511 News. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And on today's episode, we have a lot to talk about (laughs) concerning not only the things going on at the Vatican with Pope Francis, but also what's been going on with Kenneth Copeland and some of the things that are recently going viral concerning him. But before we get all into that, we want to ask you guys to make sure you like this video and subscribe to the Good Fight Ministries YouTube channel, as well as leaving a five-star review if you feel so led. If you're listening to this via podcast, you can also leave a comment, just Say something and uh, let us know where you guys are at checking these videos out. By the way, we also want to remind you guys that we do have a new book out, Sparky the Broken Mirror. You guys can check that out. It's a great gift idea if you want to get that for maybe some grandchildren, some children, but also be able to read them to people and share the gospel through it. So let's get into it. Uh, When I recently saw this video, and I've seen it before, and I do wonder... And you're going to see it, so I don't want to get too in-depth in trying to explain what's going on there. But here is Kenneth Copeland. Looks like, I'm guessing fake. I'm just going to give you my honest opinion. He's probably faking it. But it looks like he's cutting himself to put his own blood into the covenantal elements of the new covenant that Jesus gave to his apostles and drinks from it. Check this out. That's the cutting of the covenant. Mm. Yes, sir. Now his blood mm. is in my body. Yes, sir. It's in there. His blood is mixed with my blood. Can you see it? We've been, Western people don't know anything about covenant. Eastern people do. Now that is about as gross as you can get. I I have to be honest with you. It is really disgusting for someone to at least think for, at least his audience to think that he is drinking his own blood mixed in the communion that is supposed to commemorate, that's supposed to look back on what Jesus did for us on the cross when he paid for the sins of the entire world. And I honestly do not believe that anything other than a demon-possessed man could do such a thing. And to bring up uh, inaccurate forms of communion, the Pope recently actually invited over, uh, over about 900 people to the Vatican, but 120 of, 120 of them were actually men dressed up as women. And the video has since gone viral because people are like, what on earth is going on? Hello. 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 
Laura, è un gran piacere, un aiuto morale per noi, perché noi tante volte le persone si dimenticano di noi, no? Non me lo sono aspettato, non me lo avessi aspettato mai, sono molto contenta, grazie a Dio e a lui per tutto lo che mi ha aiutato in la pandemia, quando è stato male, in più è argentino come me. And I hate to uh, simply say uh, the communion remark without also pointing out the fact that so many in what is known as the Catholic faith, I don't like to call it that, it's the Roman Catholic faith, and it's not universal, it's Roman. But nonetheless, uh, what they believe concerning communion is that when you're, they are partaking of communion after it is blessed by a priest that they have appointed, and after it's blessed that the substance of the elements, or what they would call in their Aristotelian understanding of metaphysics, the accidents that are the bread and the cup, those actually become the substance, the reality that is Christ that they partake of. Uh, that's not something that you read into John chapter 6, which actually has nothing to do with communion, uh, even if any Catholic will speak to him until he's speak to you until they're red in their face trying to express something that is very clearly not taught by Jesus. And in fact, you know that Jesus is still alive when he gives the communion elements to his apostles and he doesn't drain out his blood for cannibalism, which is what Kenneth Copeland is actually partaking in, or at least acting as if he's partaking in, uh, when it comes to communion. And sadly enough, so many Catholics are being led down to destruction, not only for that, but for Marian dogmas since 1950. If you didn't know, a dogma in the church is something that if you do not believe, you cannot be saved, uh, according to the Catholic Church. And in 1950, uh, they made it a dogma to believe that Mary, because she was sinless, never died, but actually ascended. And the bodily assumption of Mary is a dogma of the Catholic Church. And if you do not believe it, according to them, and deny it specifically, not, not just simply do not understand it, I deny both what the Catholic Church teaches regarding the sinlessness of Mary, because she definitely sinned, because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, uh, even to Israel specifically. When we think of Isaiah 53, all like sheep have gone astray, each has gone his own way. If anyone says in 1 John chapter 1, it says, If anyone says they are without sin, they're a liar. The truth is not in them. And Mary never actually says in the Scripture she's without sin. In fact, she calls Jesus her Savior. Her Savior from what? Her sins. And so these are all important things 
And I say all this because we cannot affirm the doctrines of the Catholic Church. We cannot affirm the things that affirm the Council of Trent. Because, by the way, the Council of Trent denies Ephesians 2, 8, 9. You cannot get it around it. You can have whatever apologist. You can have whatever philosopher you want. They deny the reality of Ephesians 2, 8, 9, that we've been saved by grace through faith. It's a gift of God, not by works, lest any man should boast. They deny that. They have a works-based salvation and I, I just, I don't want to go too long in this because I think there are some very important parts we want to gather, but I would be remiss if I didn't warn about the dangers and the excess and the accretions of the Roman church that calls itself Catholic because it's not universal, uh, unless you're talking about universal heresy. But when it comes to this, Kenneth Copeland, the Pope, why do they have anything to do with one another? Yeah, there's some weird communion things. Well, a lot of people don't realize that the Pope actually reached out to Kenneth Copeland. Check this out. Brother Tony, come on up, would you please? And uh, Tony Palmer, some of you may know Tony. Tony and I go way back, but he's going he's gonna to be telling you the story. I asked him to come give his testimony, and he's got a special message for us tonight. For giving me this opportunity to spend a couple of moments introducing to you something really, really special and historic. And the glory which you have given me, I have given them, that they may be one as we are one. Glory to the Father. Amen. Io sono qui con mio fratello, mio vescovo fratello Tony Palmer. Siamo amici da anni e lui mi ha detto de, del vostro compegno, del vostro raduno. E con piacere vi invio un saluto. Vi chiedo anche un favore di pregare per me perché ho bisogno delle vostre preghiere. Io prego per voi, eh? lo farò. <ride> ma io ho bisogno delle vostre preghiere e pregare al Signore perché ci unisca tutti. E avanti, siamo fratelli, ci diamo spiritualmente questo abbraccio e lasciamo che il Signore finisca l'opera che Lui ha incominciato. Oh! Glory, glory, glory! Tony, thank you, sir. Come on, the man asked us to pray for him. Interestingly enough, uh, Kenneth Copeland is not the only heretic that uh, Pope, I hate saying that word. I know I bring it up typically on shows. I hate saying Pope because it means Papa. That man is not my Papa. And the truth is, when we look at uh, the ecumenism, the ecumenical movement, those which would claim to be within the church, and we see Francis reaching out to not only our heretics like Kenneth Copeland, but actually one of the new apostolic Reformation apostles, Shea On, talks about a meeting not only he had, but with other false teachers from the NAR movement. In an article written by Shea On titled, Advancing the Kingdom, We Need Each Other, he said, as many of you know, I recently had the opportunity to meet Pope Francis in Rome along with a group of about 50 other charismatic Christian leaders, including Chris Vallotton, Stacey Campbell, and Mike Bickle. 
It was a truly surreal experience for me to meet this major world figure in such an intimate setting. Beyond that, it was a powerful demonstration of unity. As brothers and sisters in Christ, we gathered together to honor one another and dialogue on faith in Jesus. I'm sorry, Shayon. I'm not sorry, actually. Shayon or anyone else. Francis is not a brother in Christ. Francis is somebody who thinks he can sit in the seat of Jesus Christ himself, and he cannot. No man can. And Mike Bickle, we haven't even done a show on that, but we must soon enough do a show on all of the things that are going on in IHOP after all of the recent sexual misconduct allegations that have been levied against him. But also you not only have with the mention of Chris Vallotton from Bethel Church, but Chris Vallotton himself talks about meeting the Pope. I went to see the Pope. I got invited to see the Pope. And in fairness, which, there was which makes 40 people of mad about you as well. By the way, you've talked to the Pope. And, so, but I mean, the, the Pope began the conversation with us by telling us that he had an encounter with with the Holy Spirit, in which he began to speak in tongues, and he had to go <laughs> ask his Pentecostal friend what it was, and we all <laughs> laughed together. And I'm like, you know, do do I agree yeah. with uh, the Catholic theology? No, but the guy loved God. Notice that he says he loves God. I'm sorry, you cannot love God but not actually care about what his word said and word says and and take the the position that the Pope has as the vicar of Christ. You cannot do that and actually love God. It, it is it, I'm sorry, it is anathema. It is a heartbreaking thing. And sadly enough, as we can look at obvious and clear heretical teachers like those from Bethel, like those from IHOP, like those uh, like Shayon, who considers himself an apostle, like, of course, Kenneth Copeland. But sadly enough, plenty of what would be considered, you know, very well-known scholars and what most would consider brothers in Christ have signed documents like Evangelical and Catholics together. Guys like Bill Bright from Campus Crusade, Oz Guinness, J.I. Packer, Pat Robertson, not that a lot of people considered Pat Robertson while he was still alive a great teacher, but nonetheless, a lot of them that you may not have known, or even the Manhattan Declaration that was signed by guys like Al Mohler. The Manhattan Declaration, by the way, was something that was a Christian conscience manifesto that was issued by Eastern Orthodox Catholics and evangelical leaders. And I bring all of this up, and I'm going to be bringing on Pastor Joe here in a second. I bring all this up because this ecumenism, this coming together that we are seeing with ooey-gooey evangelicals, the NARs, and so forth, when we're seeing this, guys, it is something that is dangerous, and I think a lot of people don't realize just how dangerous it is going to be for true Bible-believing Christians when it comes to this tying of a knot together that we are seeing with these heretics in Rome over and over again. And right now you're watching this. This is Black Friday. That's what they call it, right? Black Friday. Supposedly, I mean, there's a lot of different origins. Some people think it's because you go from the red into the black and you sell all these items. But and, And I know now most of it has gone over to the cyber realm when it comes to the selling that happens. But for a number of years, it was, I believe, a great indication of just how bad it's going to be. And actually, it's just a little bit of an appetizer of just how ugly it's going to be in the end times. Because so many people, actually, we went over on other episodes, were dying, shot, trampled to death over not even getting something for free, not getting, it had nothing to do with food even. This was for deals on TVs. 
What? And not even getting him for free, just getting a deal. And people were trampled underfoot and dying over TVs. So one of the questions I'm going to be asking Pastor Joe when he comes on is when we see that, how bad is it going to get in the end times for those who will not take the mark? And when we see all this ecumenism, how does it point to true Christian persecution? As I said, I wanted to bring Pastor Joe on to talk about this. But before I can talk about the ecumenism, which I think for us is the main focus here, Kenneth Copeland drank in his own blood. I mean, what do you have to say about that? You know, if he was drinking his own blood, which happens a lot in Satanism, witchcraft, the occult, that'd be wicked enough. But to commingle it with what's representative of the blood of Christ, that is like utter blasphemy. It's like, what is he thinking? I'm trying to think, what is he thinking? I know he's claimed to be God himself over and over again, that we are gods and so forth, which was the Genesis 3 lies, lie the Antichrist. It's all part of this ecumenism we're talking about as well uh, in the end of days. But it's really amazing when we think about it because years ago, uh, even Dr. Walter Martin, who's so amazing, right, in so many ways, uh, he was not coming down on a lot of the charismania, uh, Kenneth Copeland, those guys, for a while. Until Kenneth Copeland came out, and I was grateful he finally spoke up, because uh, a lot of us were waiting for him to, because, you know, Bible answer, man, come on, speak up, Walter. Uh, and then one time, Kenneth Copeland said that, you know, he was under fire. Well, people are saying that I claim to be God, but Jesus came to me and, and, and appeared to me and said that, you know what, don't worry that people are upset that you're calling yourself God, he said, because I never even claimed to be God, you know, and, 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 and so forth. And you're like, whoa. So Walter Martin, who's very strong and praise God he was, uh, he's passed now, of course, on the deity of Christ. Uh, then he was like, oh, okay, now he's definitely stepped over the line. So it could be checked. I'm trying to think of this reasoning because he thinks he's God and like Jesus God and that he's kind of a prototype of what we can be in a way, almost like Mormonism. Uh, he taught that Jesus was an emaciated uh, worm, demoniac even on the cross, that he became that and had to be born again and born again. Jesus, a different Jesus, a different gospel and so forth. What, uh, what interests me, I thought, maybe he thinks that because he is divine, that this becomes even more special, mixing his blood with Jesus' blood. But this is the demonic stuff we should expect. By the way, you're looking at a form of witchcraft. And by the way, we've seen before, we've I've quoted, I've given the documentation that both he and Benny Hinn have claimed uh, that we, they have a lot in kin, Christians do with witches, because we can manipulate reality by speaking things into existence. This is all demonic. Again, uh, run, do not walk to the nearest exit when it comes to these folks. Hey, man. And, you know, it's interesting because you brought out you know, some of the stuff, the, you know, law of attraction sort of manifesting, you know, sort of thing. And and we have a, a documentary on that. You've um, got to check it out if you haven't seen that. It, you, yeah, it, it really is important. And we really want to do an entire second part of it regarding exactly what Joe and Joe's already talking about some of the th- stuff w- that would be in there of it in the church yeah. and, and how disgusting it is that it's in the church and that so many people, I mean, comment after comment, sadly enough, people like, isn't this Christian? Isn't it Christian? I just had a talk with a young guy who had fallen for it because he was like, oh, John Jones, he he says he practices. Isn't that, isn't he a Christian? I'm like, um, you know, I, I had to explain that. But, but Joe, not only do we have this, you know, speak it into existence witchcraft, but a lot of people actually don't know. There's a link there, one with the law of attraction. Literally the first usage of that comes from Helena Blavatsky. Yeah. And by the way, right now, the modern feminist movement, we've shown this um, with, teachers, professors that say this thing that we're going to talk about right here also comes from Helena Blavatsky and what she believed about the divine feminine. Yeah. And what's interesting, Joe, is that's exactly what Pope 
Francis just invited over to the Vatican to supposedly show a friendship with people that are men dressing up as women, and he invited 120 of them to the Vatican for friendship. Yeah, and that's a political move. Uh, a lot of people don't recognize the Pope, the so-called Papa, uh, which isn't biblical. And when we say Pope is a reference, not because we believe he's the Pope or the Papa of the church. Uh, you and I know, Chad, that the Popes are religious leaders, but they're also political leaders. That Those two ideas got amalgamated into one leader, which is not a picture of Lord Jesus Christ. But we know also in you know 1 Corinthians 6, 9 and 10, we've talked about this in some depth before, so I'll just reference it. That the Bible not only mentions uh, our son of Koitoi, the homosexuals not inherit God's kingdom, but and the adulterers and the, the you know fornicators, speaking of the sexual aspect of the viceless, there are those who will not inherit God's kingdom. And we're not to be deceived on this. But it mentions the Malakoi, which are the effeminate men that dress like women and seek to be women. Uh, and what he's doing, he's playing the political game right now. And you know he's he's going to be, I believe, the Roman Catholic Church will be caught up in the whole, which I know we're going to get more into probably the ecumenical thing with uh, bringing everybody together under Antichrist. It makes sense because the Antichrist is a, a man of lawlessness. And you're going to see Rome becoming more and more lawless in, in, the, in the future. Uh, amen. Uh, I, I couldn't, couldn't agree more with that. And that brings us right to exactly what I want to talk about, really, because we just talked about Pope Francis, Kenneth Copeland. We played a video earlier of Pope Francis giving a message to Kenneth Copeland. We played a video earlier of Chris Valatin from Bethel talking about Pope Francis and yeah. how he loves God, and Shayon talking about yeah. this great movement of unity with brothers. So, Joe, when we see all of that, and I know we're, we're running against the time here, but when we see yeah. all of that going on, how do we not see that and go, eventually, Joe, this is going to lead to us being persecuted? Yeah, you would see uh, this already among many of uh, the liberals for years, and then uh, the, a lot of the Pentecostals and Charismatics, and we believe we're continuations, we believe in the gifts, but we don't consider ourselves part of the a charismania crowd at all. Uh, they believed in the power of God. They weren't liberal. They believed, I mean, if you believe in miracles, you're not going to deny the virgin birth. So they weren't liberals in those areas. But it's interesting seeing a lot of these guys switch over these. Are you supposed to believe in the inerrance of Scripture, not going by tradition? Even, I mean, Chad, come on, Paula White, the head of Trump's, you know, prayer team cabinet, along with Benny Hinn, one of the most apostate false teachers, most popular uh, false prophets out there, they are there also in Rome to see the Pope. And they are at the same hotel, and they're holding hands, leaving the hotel together, not married to each other. Strange stuff. So if you can get together with somebody that's not your husband or wife and claim to be a Christian leader, you certainly can get together with the Pope and sing Kumbaya and end up bringing the church down the wrong road. Amen. Yeah, I, I think it's so important for people to realize this. And, and Joe, this leads us to our last uh, kind of segment. And you know, with Black Friday, you know, being today, you know, and, and like I said, there's origins of why people believe it's called that. That's not important. What is important is that people have literally died for deals on microwaves and, and TVs, not even getting them for free. And so we're, we're sitting here, we're talking about the ecumenical movement, these guys coming together. You've talked mm. about, and guys, there's going to be an entire episode on Monday. And if you listen to this, you have to get to the follow-up because that goes way yeah. more in depth about the Christian persecution and what's going to happen in the end times. But Joe, when we read Revelation 13, Revelation 14, and so forth, and we see the mark of the beast, we see all this stuff going on, and we see, wow, people have literally died for deals on blenders. Like, <laughs> this is sad, and it's heartbreaking, and it's like, wow, how do you do that but yet, how does that point, not only the ecumenism, but how does it point to us when we read the scriptures of 
it's going to get even, much, much worse when it comes to what the end times show us. Yeah, Jesus said it would get so bad that if he doesn't return, when he will return. If he didn't, no flesh would be saved. So we see that lawlessness will increase. You know, Jesus said it's going to get horrible. And uh, I encourage Christians, you know, you need to be ready because Satan has so kind of like the frog in the pot caused us to just adapt to the system where a lot of Christians would just go into withdrawals if they were without their cell phone for, you know, a day or two or some just a few hours. And can you, and I think it's important because in the last days, people will be covetous, you know, if terrible times will come. They'll just, the world is just going to be just wanting what scraps are left and Christians, true Christians won't take the mark of the beast. And I encourage Christians right now, have you gone without a meal? You know, have you gone without a couple days or a few days without food? That's what we do as Christians. We fast from time to time. And I want to encourage you to get used to not eating, you know. I believe that Lord, according to, you know, Philippians 4, 19, and many other scriptures, that he'll supply all of our needs according to riches and glory. But it doesn't mean we won't have hard times. Paul said that there was times when he was hungry and he was in the cold and so forth. And that's part of being a Christian sometimes. So I encourage Christians who are listening as these things heat up. And the horror of Babylon, we're talking about the false church, which Rome, I believe, would be part of that system. There's the commercial, the religious aspect. Uh, and all the world will worship the beast. It's going to be a religious ecumenical movement. Christians will be shut out. So we need to make sure we take a stand right now for Jesus and that we know how to deny ourselves right now. So when the stuff really goes down, we're already walking and we don't miss stride. Amen. And I, I think it's so important, Joe, and the reason for this show, the reason for Good Fight Ministries, Good Fight Radio Show, everything is because, and, and this meant so much to me as a new believer, uh, or right before I came to faith too, was the reality that all this stuff that we're seeing around us, it's not like, oh no, let's just, let's just be scared of what's going on. It's, wait a second, this is exactly what the Bible says. Like when I was just some conservative, you know, or not even conservative, just a Republican, I would say. Social uh, liberal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, amen. Amen on a lot of issues. And I, I didn't have any hope. Like my hope was maybe if I vote in John McCain. Well, hey, good luck with that. That's a really bad hope. But, <laughs> uh, but any, it doesn't matter how great your candidate is. If you think that's going to be the guy, once this can change, then we'll be fiscally great. And then eventually everything will be okay. Guys, I'm telling you right now, the reason we do these shows, all of it, is because this is all pointing in one direction. Amen. And that one direction is pointing is exactly what Jesus said. And so the the thing that you need to do, if you're not in Christ, you need to get in Christ. You need to be Amen. in Christ Absolutely. so that you're not given over to the delusion. Because no it says Jesus, in the end times, when he when the Antichrist is revealed, the falling away happens. And guess what? It also says that people will be given over to believe the lie because they were unwilling. That's right. To come to the truth. I don't want you to be unwilling. Come to the truth. Jesus Christ died for your sins according to the scriptures. He was rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. And you can have full assurance of your salvation if you are in Christ and following him. We, we pray that you would turn to him, put your trust in him. And on the day of judgment, and God sees you, he won't see you. He'll see that his son has paid in full all the crimes that you committed against him. This has been Joe Schimmel, Chad Amen. Davidson. This is the 511 News. God bless Praise you guys. The, the 511 News with Chad Davidson has been brought to you by Good Fight Ministries, bringing you news and commentary from a Christian perspective. This show can be heard every Friday wherever podcast shows are available or visit 511news.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to being with you next week on the 511 News.